Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Let's get the week started with the information you need to know from across St. Louis from the KMOX newsroom. It's the STL All Local. And our top local story on this Monday, June 26th, sewer rates are set to go up, but you can have your say about it. The Metropolitan Sewer District Rate Commission is in the middle of a public comment period about raising sewer rates by about 40%. The next public meeting is tonight at 7 at Bridgeton City Hall. MSD is underway with an aggressive building program of $1.6 billion in improvements. Public meetings are also scheduled tomorrow night at the MSD headquarters in St. Louis, Wednesday at Kirkwood City Hall, then Thursday in Chesterfield. The city of St. Louis is raising water rates by about 40%, but did not hold public hearings. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. After last weekend's mass shooting, St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones vowed to keep two community rec centers open late to give teens a safe place. Turnout was very low at Wool, with 10 youths and Marquette hosted 40. Will Pinckney is Director of Violence Prevention in the Mayor's Administration. He says community volunteers staffed the facilities, but admits Wool had challenges. There's a lot of good things coming up at wall just from a recreation standpoint and so we're going to make sure we continue to work with our partners in the recreation department to have programming available on fridays and saturdays at wall pinkney says there was a slow start at marquette on friday but saturday picked up i was up. there till 12 midnight on saturday uh, we had a bunch of families there we had a lot of young people and pinkney also praised the parent volunteers that are grateful for the extended hours maria kina camelx news meanwhile a st louis sheriff's patrol car was swarmed by rowdy revelers in the Grove late Sunday night. Some women dancing so close the car couldn't move. Sheriff Vernon Betts says there was no damage to the vehicle, but it's not a good situation. That we have to actually keep people off of the vehicles. And either they think it's something to play, jump on, take a picture in front of, and all that kind of stuff. The president and CEO of Bi State says other cities are paying attention to what we do in St. Louis to address crime on Metrolink. We're trying to get past our problem in St. Louis. We are we are suffering from terminal uniqueness, okay? We are not terminally unique. These, these issues are happening across the country. What we need to do is look at how uh, systems are successful in other parts of the country and make those investments along with putting our stamp on it. Roach tells Total Information AM that a $52 million secure platform plan will include new gates, cameras, and fencing and will eventually extend to all 39 stations in the system. Three Amazon facilities are under investigation by a U.S. Senate committee, including one in St. Peter's. Jennifer Crane works there and says she sprained her wrist, but Workman's Comp wanted to classify the injury as arthritis. Went to physical therapy, but their orthopedic says it's not work-related. Go back to work. I'm still working with a brace on every day eight months later. But Amazon in response tells KMOX, quote, after Ms. Crane expressed concerns about being placed back on full duty, workers' compensation representatives helped her get a second opinion that doctor also determined she should be released to full duty. Afterward, Ms. Crane was instructed to reach back out to the workers' compensation case manager, but we have no documentation that she's done so, end quote. Parents are being urged to talk with their children over and over again about the dangers of illegal street drugs or drugs you can buy on the internet KMOX's Kevin Colleen reports. Dan Neal is the Midwest Executive Director of the High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area, a congressionally funded program that tracks illegal drug trends for law enforcement. He says you should warn your children about drugs so much that they get sick of hearing about it. No, I've had these conversations with my son at a very early age, and you just can't have those conversations once and done. 
you can't. It's over and over and over and reiterating it. Neil says the drug problem here is only going to get worse as trends on the East Coast move our way. Right now on the East Coast, he says the big problem is xylazine, an animal tranquilizer added to other drugs to boost their effect, but it can cause rotting flesh and unrevivable overdoses. The KMOX business desk, Chicago and St. Louis just got closer. Amtrak rolls out new schedules going from 90 miles per hour to 110. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin thanked former President Barack Obama for making it happen. So he offered up $8 billion. By federal standards, not an enormous sum of money, but an incentive for a lot of states to step forward and envision what might happen to passenger rail service if we started investing. Nearly $2 billion of that was used to get an Amtrak train from Chicago to St. Louis under five hours. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. Well, as we continue on KMOX, there is, of course, a long legacy at Boeing's facilities across the St. Louis area in the defense and space side of the business. But we've got a big development when it comes to the commercial side of Boeing. Now has a presence in St. Louis and... The aircraft that uh, that involves made a stop in St. Louis. We've got uh, on the line right now project manager for the 777X in St. Louis, Lauren Barnes. Thank you for taking our call, Lauren. Absolutely. Happy to do it. So first of all, tell us about the 777X. What, uh, what niche or what lane does it fill uh, in Boeing's aircraft lineup? Yes, the 777X is our largest commercial airline right now. Um, it is longer, it is wider, um, and it's just a really fuel-efficient airplane, uh, bringing over 400 seats to the market for us. And what is the St. Louis connection here? Yeah, St. Louis announced it was going to do this work back in 2014, and we make the composite wing uh, flight control surfaces on the airplane, as well as the elevator and rudder. So think about any time you see something move in flight, when those flaps extend and retract, we build all of those things here in St. Louis. And so how does that uh, play into the expertise that was already in St. Louis? I guess, why make the decision uh, when the, I believe the final assembly is in Washington State, uh, why build these components in St. Louis? Yeah, the final assembly is in Washington, you're right. But St. Louis allowed us to expand upon the existing composite knowledge and infrastructure that we already had. Um, so we just expanded that footprint. We expanded that expertise. And it's really going to help position St. Louis to be a composite center of excellence across the Boeing company and help us be more competitive on future programs. I was just going to ask what this uh, might lead to now that St. Louis has this uh, experience and expertise under its belt. Uh, what, what could be in the future for it? Yeah, obviously we compete for a lot of work. So anything that has to do with high-tech composite structures, we are the perfect place. And this is, as we mentioned, uh, new ground for St. Louis because uh, the region's basically been home to uh, defense and space projects until now. Absolutely. This really helps to diversify our workforce and help keep some stability and predictability uh, in the work that we're performing. So we're really excited to be here uh, and be doing the high-tech composite work that we're doing. What can you share about the, the Boeing workforce in St. Louis, especially when it comes to those who are working on the 777X? Yeah, they're really excited, um, and they could not be more proud to see that airplane out there today, which was just an awesome feeling, um, especially to be kind of a part of the team that's doing the hard work. So uh, they had great conversation with our pilots on how the performance of the airplane is, 
And it was just great to see those interactions face to face. Yeah, they got to actually see the aircraft that they've been working for all this time, uh, making some of the components for. Got to see the whole thing put together. They did. They got to get up inside the test airplane. So a lot of test instrumentation inside, but great to see those wings from up above. And it's uh, it's interesting uh, where this triple seven nine came from. Uh, kind of retracing a iconic St. Louis air route from the past. It is a nod to the spirit of St. Louis doing the reverse route from Paris into Lambert Field here. So a great heritage to build upon. Well, Lauren, as we wrap up with uh, Lauren Barnes, the project manager for the 777X right here in the St. Louis region, uh, where do things stand uh, in terms of uh, getting the 777 out to commercial customers, getting uh, passengers on board? Yeah, we're obviously working really hard on that, but I would have to defer any specifics to our communicators. I just appreciate you taking the time to recognize all of our wonderful employees who are working so hard to make this possible. Uh, Couldn't be more proud of the work that they're doing, and seeing it here in person today was just the icing on the cake. Fantastic. Lauren Barnes, uh, Project Manager for 777X at Boeing in St. Louis. Thank you so much for being with us on KMOX. Thank you. And there are reports that it could be 2025 before the first 777X is delivered to commercial airline customers who will likely use it for international routes. The 777 that came to Lambert Airport is there right now, came from Paris, is actually slated to then take off for Seattle's Boeing Field tomorrow. You may recall back in 2013, St. Louis was a potential site to build the entire 777X before the factory did wind up going to Washington State. But again, St. Louis is now where certain parts for the aircraft's wing are now made. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Michael Calhoun. Subscribe. Stay up to date by looking up STL All Local wherever you get your podcasts.